Hi there, I'm Father Matt Kovisk and I'm the rector of St. Mary's Anglican Church in Verdun. This day, we find ourselves in the second Sunday of Advent. Advent, as you may remember, is a time of waiting and preparation for the birth of the Christ child, the light of the world, the word made flesh, which we commemorate on Christmas Day. And our reading for this morning comes from the book of Isaiah, the 40th chapter, verses 1 through 11. Now, according to many biblical scholars, the book of Isaiah can be split up into four different parts, each pretty simply named. First Isaiah consists of chapters 1 through 39. Second Isaiah consists of chapters 40 through 56. Third Isaiah consists of chapters 56 through 66. And the fourth part is called the Isaiah Apocalypse, which actually includes chapters 24 to 27. And in this part, the writer talks about the end times, as it were. In our reading for this morning, again, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 to 11, we find ourselves at the beginning of 2nd Isaiah, which finds the Israelites returning from an exile in Babylon. Now, you may remember that last week I talked a lot about the Israelites' exile from the land that they had been given by God and being exiled into a foreign or strange land. Suffice it to say that that really wasn't a pleasant experience for anybody and led to a lot of problems. Second Isaiah begins at chapter 40 and the major focus of Second Isaiah is the Israelites trying to figure out life in Jerusalem after living in exile. Now, you might be familiar with the opening verse of chapter 40, which reads, Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. It's one of the first movements within Handel's work Messiah, which you may know as a Christmas tradition in many households. And frankly, it's actually one of my favorite movements of the entire work. Now, that could be because it features a tenor solo. As you may remember, I used to sing tenor semi-professionally. It also could be because it's a very melodic piece. We'll go with the second reason, of course. But back to my main point. In Second Isaiah, quote, the Israelites are rebuilding their lives and their community after being in exile for about 60 years. Now, imagine with me what that would have been like for them. One of the questions that they probably would have had to answer as they were rebuilding everything was, what will the community's role be in the return from exile? And as we read in the opening verses of Isaiah 40, the community is called to be active agents of the comfort and mercy that they have received. The Israelites fully acknowledged that the fall of Jerusalem and the exile to Babylon was a major failure on their part. They fell down multiple times in their relationship with God. However, even as they fell away from God, they were never abandoned by God, even in the midst of a strange land known as Babylon. The Israelites have done their time. They have served their term. And now... It is time to go home. The comfort offered to the people of Israel is meant to restore hope to the Israelites in terms of their own relationship with God. The Israelites were rebuilding everything, and in verses 3 to 4, the prophet reminds the people of this new beginning that they're making. 
the old community is being reformed into something new, where, quote, every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. End quote. This indicates that everything will be different this time, for the peaks and the valleys that complicated their previous relationship with God were now straightened, so the journey will be much easier. Now, of course, the Israelites struggle with this thought of having to rebuild everything, which, frankly, actually stands to reason. Trying to rebuild a whole way of life a whole community after being away from everything you knew and loved for some time can actually be quite a scary task. Which is why in verse 6 we hear the Israelites ask, What shall I cry? In response, this whole having to proclaim that their lives have changed. The job of the people is to trust in the Lord their God and return home, where there will be Proclaim God's saving acts on the mountaintops, so that Jerusalem can return to being a beacon for all. Now, you might be asking me this question, Father Matt, what does all of this talk of the Israelites have to do with me as a 21st century Christian? Or somebody just listening to this address? Well, as you probably know well, Advent is a time of preparation for the commemoration of the birth of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And to hear the words comfort, comfort ye my people, might be helpful to us as we do our own preparations for Christmas. As the Israelites were first hearing this after their long Babylonian exile, we too hear this in the midst of our own exile. I don't need to tell you all the things that have changed since this pandemic first started appearing on our radar. And frankly, we're not even in the same place we were all the way back in March or April, what frankly seems like a lifetime ago now. So much has changed, and I imagine that things will continue to change as time marches on. We can be much like the Israelites and take comfort in the words that are spoken here. Comfort, comfort ye my people, says your God. We can take comfort from these words, hearing that in these dark times God is still with us and has not abandoned us to the powers of darkness that can so easily envelop us. My friends, the path forward is not as hard as it could be because throughout, all, throughout it all, we have God by our side, walking alongside us as we walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, through the doldrums of the plain, and through the mountaintop experiences of our lives. Now what, Father Matt? What do I do about with this knowledge of the Israelites? Well, as we make our way through Advent, we make preparation to receive in our hearts the Christ child. I'm reminded of the second verse of the famous Advent hymn on Jordan's bank. Then cleanse be every breast from sin, make straight the way for God within. Prepare we in our hearts a home where such a mighty guest may come. Our job in this Adventide is to prepare our hearts to once again hear the message of the birth of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. 
This Advent, we make our preparations in the midst of what many would consider to be great darkness, to be in the midst of a pandemic where we're separated from many things that we love. But we make these preparations knowing that God is still with us as we make these preparations in exile, just like he was with the Israelites in the rebuilding from their time in exile. To hear these very same words that the, they heard, comfort, comfort ye my people, saith your God, I think it's helpful as we do this very important work. And an activity for this week, and as you make your preparations for Christmas, I invite you to sit and to take some time with a recording of Handel's Messiah and listen to those lines as they are sung by the tenor soloist, Comfort, comfort ye my people, saith your God. I invite you to rest in this deep and rich tradition of music that we've been blessed with. I invite you to sink into the music and the words and be comforted, be surrounded and be set free by the fact that God says to us down to this day, comfort, comfort ye my people. My friends, all laud eternal son to thee, whose advent sets thy people free, whom with the Father we adore, and Holy Ghost forevermore. Thanks be to God.